Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Authorities confirm they're investigating possible wage theft and health and safety violations at the two farms in Half Moon Bay, where seven farm workers were killed this week in a mass shooting. KQED's Farida Javala Romero has more. When Governor Gavin Newsom visited in the aftermath of the shooting, Half Moon Bay farm workers shared they made only $9 an hour and lived in shipping containers at the work sites. Cynthia Rice is with California Rural Legal Assistance. She says farm workers who make around $20,000 a year, which is common in California, have few to no housing options. But when they opt to live where they work, they're often more vulnerable to wage theft. Once an employer provides a worker housing, the worker becomes dependent upon them not only for their wages, but also for their housing security and the security of their families. Neither farm has commented on this issue. For the California Report, I'm Farida Javala Romero. Even as the community mourns in Half Moon Bay, people are looking for ways to heal and grasp for normalcy. My California Report co-host, Mari Bolaños, brings us that part of the story. Mary Pina is potting plants at Garden Apothecary on the main street in Half Moon Bay. She's worked there for two years, and she describes Half Moon Bay as a quintessential small town. Every Sunday, there's a group that comes through on their horses after they ride them on the beach, and everybody knows who they are, and you know they wave at each other. Um, we know all of our like coffee shop owners and all those familiar faces. Just a block from the garden, 14-year-old Tarcicio Serrano is walking with his friends, holding a slice of pizza from the pizza shop down the street. He says the town's high school football team brings the community together. They have an amazing football program, you know, where everyone from every single family has come over and just watch people play football and the players, you know, play. He it's says the town is beautiful. So, I mean, when I ask him like if he thought the mass shooting would like change the town's demeanor, he tells me... No. I mean, I don't, I don't think anything can take us down like that. Small town, but a big, big hearts everywhere. Across the street, Mary Naragi is walking her chihuahua. She's lived in the area for 15 years, and she tells me she's heartbroken by the senseless violence in her community. People grow up here and know their neighbors really well. 
even though we have a lot of tourists that come um, on the weekends and such, we love to share uh, Half Moon Bay with everyone who comes. So I'm just, yeah, really saddened for what happened. She says she's grateful for the organizations that are helping her community heal. Saul? Thanks, Mari. That's the California Report's Mari Bolaños, who's been reporting from Half Moon Bay this week. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. Also all this week, we've covered Monterey Park in the wake of the mass shooting there. But communities shouldn't just be defined by their worst days. So today, we look at one aspect of Monterey Park life not related to this week's news. It's the amazing Asian food scene there that's been created by immigrant communities. I dropped by one of the oldest restaurants in the city, the Mandarin Noodle House, and sat down with Denny Mu, whose family owns the business. Mu talked about how food can create community during good times and bad. Uh, our restaurant is basically a place where the community gets together. Um, has a good time, you know, food brings, tends to bring people together through thick and thin. And I'm here mainly just to, I like to call myself the little Patch Adams of restaurants. I like to kind of make people smile a little bit, touch people's lives in one way or the other, lend a listening ear, especially um, with the elders, like grandfathers, grandmas, who tend to sometimes come by themselves. So I'm here to um, just bring the old school vibes back. What's a must-eat item on the menu? Oh, 100%. We are the, uh, I would like to think we are the OG original of the beef noodle soup. We've been here since 1978, so we've been serving the community, like I said, for four and a half decades. You go back to Monterey Park before it was a Monterey Park that people know now, right? Absolutely. Back then, um, this used to be a hamburger stand. Predominantly, it was more of a Hispanic, white, you know, a sprinkle of Asian here and there. But, you know, we serve everybody. Food doesn't discriminate, neither do we. You know, um, it's all love out here, so... We just try to contribute any way we can to the community. And to people who don't know Monterey Park at all, explain the importance of food and Asian cuisine to this community. It's almost like Thanksgiving every day, you know? (laughs) uh, Monterey Park is definitely the Asian food mecca. You can get Thai food, Chinese food, Vietnamese food, um, Taiwanese food, everything under the sun. You name it, it's here. And you can get... You know, for instance, Chinese food, as good as anything you would order in Shanghai or Beijing or Taipei. Absolutely, absolutely. So, I mean, we do get a lot of uh, foreign exchange students also. And my goodness, I can't even count how many times they said, oh, your beef noodle soup is far superior than the one in Taiwan. Food shouldn't be so complicated. It should be um, simple, clean. You know, it's, it's food for the soul. And now after 
what has happened in your community. What small role do you want to play in what what comes next? Oh boy, what happened was definitely horrific. Um, but just to once again put a smile on someone's face because you never know, that's probably the only sunshine they'll see. You know, um, just a smile on someone else's face. So And fill their stomach. And, and 100% fill their stomach, you know. Um, I love what I do and we'll be here for as long as we can. Listen, thank you so much. You're really kind for uh, spending a few minutes with me. Saul, you're awesome. Thank you for joining us today. That was Monterey Park's Denny Moo, owner of the Mandarin Noodle House. And that is the California Report for Friday, January 27th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Danny Bringer, Brendan Willard, Jim Bennett, and Seal Muller. Our producers are Amanda Stupai and Keith Mizuguchi. Our senior editor is Angela Corral. Our interim director of news is Erica Kelly. Our vice president of news is Ethan Tobin Lindsay. And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening, and have a good day. Support for the California Report comes from Paint Care. Now with 834 drop-off sites in California where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at paintcare.org. Stanford Healthcare, alerting listeners to the critical blood shortage in the area. Now's the time to donate blood and make a difference. Stanfordbloodcenter.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, which bets early on exceptional people making the world better, on the web at schmidtfutures.com. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts.